0: Spoiler warning for the greater MCU up until this point, especially the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and all of the things that they're in, for the I Am Groot shorts, we will be talking about all of that in this series coverage. Welcome back to Marvel Maniac and MCU After Show. This is your host, Eric Cicada, a.k.a. Mr. Honest. I am here today to talk to you about the final episode of the mini series I Am Groot. And the final episode of this series... And there's not a specific order laid out. But if you go to Disney Plus and um, go to the section for I Am Groot, there is an order they have laid out. And that is the order that I covered these in. And I really think Marvel was going for something different here. And leaning in a different direction. And trying to step away from their usual formula for a Marvel series. And I really like what they did with I Am Groot. So without further ado, let's step into the final episode, Magnum Opus, where Groot finds himself a creator. He is a creative tree. Each of these episodes has a small theme to accompany the small character. And while I don't believe I pointed or tried to analyze each one in every episode, I think this one is just that we are who we are. As Groot tends to remind us often of who he is. Back aboard the Ravager's ship in this episode, Groot shuffles along the corridor, lugging a backpack twice his size on the backpack. Looks like an animated Kevin Smith, it looks like, but I don't know if that's for sure. It just looks like him, uh, just to point that out. And I know Kevin Smith is a huge Marvel fan, and he had Stan Lee in his movie Mallrats, which is referenced in Captain Marvel. Stanley's final cameo in the MCU, he is reading the script to Mallrats. So really nice homage to Kevin Smith already in the MCU. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did another homage to him here. And also wouldn't be surprised if we see some uh, Kevin Smith collaboration in the MCU at some point after seeing some nods to him already like this, Um, some big nods to him. Kevin Smith is really known for his character work and the collaboration of character uh, work. So I, I can't imagine how good a Kevin Smith movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe would turn out. I'm all for that. I was under the assumption that Stan Lee was an Eternal. Why can't he be here forever with us making cameos and just being with us forever? Anyway, back to the beginning of this episode. Um, There's also Pac-Man on the backpack, so a lot of nice references. So yeah, Groot is hauling this backpack twice his size, and You Can Get It If You Really Want by Jimmy Cliff is playing throughout this whole short, and it is the most Guardians of the Galaxy song of all time. You can get it if you really want. It's a song that gets stuck in your head very easily, and it's been in mine. I don't know about yours. Later, Groot takes an elf comic book, From the inside and rips off the front and back pages. Elf is Marvel. So this is a Marvel canon canon comic within the MCU. So does Elf exist in the MCU? Like the TV show Elf? Is there what I will will coin here an MCU-CU? A Marvel Cinematic Universe's Cinematic Universe? In which the characters of the Marvel Cinematic Universe have a cinematic universe of their own heroes and characters and... Uh, what, a, what a mind F. What a mind F. And kind of awesome in, in its own right. We know DC exists in the MCU because Superman is referenced in Eternals. So there's that. So, I mean, hey, anything's possible. Elsewhere, a familiar raccoon tail hangs off the side of a bed. Groot dances towards it with a pair of scissors. <laughs> the tail swishes involuntarily, swatting Groot. If there's any movie franchise being referenced in this episode, it's Mission Impossible. Still, Groot gets away with snipping off some of Rocket's hair from his tail. Just enough for his project. In another part of the ship, Groot pulls a circuit board from a computer, nonchalantly just ripping the ship apart. NBD. Now, in a bathroom, Groot sees a muscular figure taking a shower. Second appearance of this space toilet from the previous Ravager Ship episode. This is the most famous toilet in all of the greater space Marvel Cinematic Universe as of right now. Groot sneaks in. He hangs upside down, Mission Impossible style, by his extended legs and grabs a worn bar of neon purple soap. The soap slips from his hands and lands on the shower floor, and Groot jumps on top of it, riding it like a surfboard across the wet floor. So in this one shot, he zooms past us across the hallway, riding the soap surfboard. He goes, whee! And then in that same hallway, he comes back, His arms loaded with various items. Groot stumbles into the room, dropping something along the way. He will do anything to finish his creation. He lays down all his finds on the table in front of him and smooths out the comic book cover. Groot cracks his knuckles and stretches his neck, preparing for a little bit of work. He gracefully smears the cover with white paint, covering ALF with it. No more ALF. And now he adds a dollop of glue to the raccoon fur and sticks it to the paper. Later, he draws on the paper with the purple soap he found earlier, and he's using it like a giant crayon. It's nearly his exact size, which makes for a tiny bit of a struggle for Groot, but he gets the job done. He's set on getting this done. Now, Groot lifts one of Quill's boots above his artwork, using half a pair of glasses as a face shield. He is so clever. How handy is this tree? He ignites the jets on the boot, going to work on his project. This just keeps amping up. And this confused me a little bit that he had Quill's cool boot because I had kind of thought in canon that maybe this had taken place, the shorts on the Ravager ship during the part of Guardians 2 while Groot and Rocket were separated and being held prisoner by the Ravagers. But I believe that this took place after the Ravager funeral when the Milano had been destroyed. It's clear that, as we see at the end of the short that the Guardians are here. And this is the Guardians taking residence in this ship. And Groot is destroying the ship. Now Groot places a small bomb on top of the sparkly green circuit board he collected earlier. Sitting in a hallway with noise condenser headphones, he hits the red button and blows the room with the bomb in it. In the aftermath of the explosion, Groot runs around with a piece of paper to collect the green glitter that flutters down through the air. He almost falls through a hole in the ground that, that was created by the explosion, by the bomb he just set off. A little bit over the top to say the least. In a drawer, Groot finds a roll of strong gray duct tape and Groot stretches a piece over the hole in the floor, trying to fix his mess. While covering the hole, Groot starts to nod his head to, you can get it if you really want, and hence embedding the song in my head. I assume this music is playing through the ship. As Groot covers the hole in the floor, Rocket wanders over, scratching the back of his head, like, what's going on here? Groot, where are you, he says. He realizes the alarms are going off, and he kind of hits a level of shock, and he runs in. And um, it's really good to see Rocket, isn't it? Groot, are you okay? Groot, are you dead? He shouts. We cut back to Groot innocently over the hole in the ground with the tape. Oh, yeah, you're right here. Wait, what, what the, you know, Rocket is completely flabbergasted by the fact that are those the ship's fuel rods <laughs> and we didn't even know this the best line wait how did you get the walls wet and on fire and that's a great question um i'm very concerned that that is rocket fuel it's kind of then that i pieced together that the guardians are residing here and uh not the ravagers because uh drax says oh wait is this drax's soap he's been looking everywhere for this he won't shut up about it so you know Groot's. Creation took a little bit of time, and uh, in the background, Drax is looking for his soap that Groot was coloring with. Rocket asks Groot, why does it look like a bomb went off in here? And Groot replies endearingly, I am Groot. I've said that a lot over the course of this podcast myself. No shame. Rocket says, a bomb did go off. How did you get, and he gets cut off by hey, don't." This adorable look that Groot is giving Rocket kind of like an ashamed, but I'm sorry look. And he says, hey, don't give me that look. Don't think you're going to get out of this by being cute which he does. Because in that exact moment, Groot hands Rocket his creation and Rocket puts on glasses, which I'm not positive if we see in the movies, but I just love that. He asks Groot, why are you handing me this? What is this, more trash? It better be a written apology. Let's see this. He looks at Groot's art. He says, look how big you are. Oh, this is very nice. And the picture is drawn childishly, but it's adorable. Groot is a full tree in it. And Quill, I will point out, is crying in it. Drax is also on the heavier side. Uh, On Groot's shoulder is a small creature that I would assume to be one of the little guys. From episode two, we gotta get this frame, Rocket says, and put it on the fridge. I can't stay mad at you, can I? He pats Groot on the head, and Groot scoots away on the soap again. I don't think he's bringing it back to Drax, so Drax might have to get a new bar of soap. Rocket holds up the picture and he says, "What is that? Is that my tail hair?" Another explosion in the distance knocks down Rocket into the hole, but Groot catches him with his extended limbs. Title appears, I Am Groot. This might be how slash why it came time for them to get a new Milano yet again before Infinity War and had them riding in style in that movie. Um, Groot's artwork in a post-credit scene floats in space. It shows a large Groot with his branch around the Guardians, his family. I want good Groot forever, and I will not accept this as a foreshadowing of a bad Groot. I will not. However, why did he make Quill cry? <laughs> uh, why is why is Peter Quill crying in his picture? Does he? He's fine. I don't. I don't. I think maybe he's making fun of Peter Quill in his own right. Uh, I think that's kind of funny. But please don't make Groot bad. He's cynical and he he's himself and. I think that's just the point of this episode. Like I said, the moral is we are who we are, and Groot is just that, Groot. Um, so before this episode wraps up, we're going to extend it a little longer and go into our Marvel Studios and read some of the top comments on there and see what the fans are saying. So we are on reddit.com slash Studios, and they have all five episodes being discussed on here. So we are at the top comments, and this one is... The five minutes later joke, where he had built the whole wooden nest, then the subsequent thirty-seven minutes later joke, when he was freaking out about it being broken, was actually hilarious. That and the plant grew pre-sliced cucumber for his bath. That was actually yes hilarious. That was smartest Stroman. A reply to that, dang, didn't even catch the cucumber plant. Yeah, that was that was really funny. I, I love how clever this show was. Time exterminator replied, would a nest get destroyed? Option A, calm down and rebuild another one or just move on. Option B, scream insistently for 37 minutes. Option B. Shauna Cat said, a very simple series, but I liked it. Good animation, cute, nice cameo from Rocket. All I really expected out of it. Same here, Shauna. I didn't expect this to be like a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I expected it to be kind of a series of short starring group. And whatever that entailed, I was in for. Valar Pizza Heiress says, Rocket asking Groot, how did you get the walls wet? And on fire is some of the funniest parenting in the MCU, lol. I agree. That was one of my favorite lines. C. Beckel 3618 says, I love while adult Groot was an all loving, nice dude, baby Groot is a whole menace. <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> Magic Pez replies, I blame the parents. Yeah. I don't know OG Groot's upbringing, but um, he definitely has a different family this time around, and uh, that's influencing his personality and attitude. Dusty DGAF says, Little guy is about him being a god, them fighting a god, him providing, them celebrating, him smiting them and leaving, them being fine without him. Good shit. Yeah, I love that they're fine without him and they survived. I I believe all of them made it, and happy ending there. Unlike the squirrel with a fancy hairdo unfortunately so if you're not already get yourself over to reddit.com slash r marvel studios and get yourself on those post episode discussions they are fantastic and you can go there right after movies come out and series get released and they have those up right away i've been on there since maybe the original guardians of the galaxy if not earlier it's been a pleasure covering these five animated shorts of i am groot it's really good to be back with you covering the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I've said that a couple times, but I don't know if it exemplifies my excitement. It's my belief that the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase Four, we're in the Multiverse Saga now, and we get a lot of scattered stories throughout this, so I will be covering another Marvel series, if not movie next. Most likely, Shang-Chi, Moon Knight, or Miss Marvel, No specific order on those as of now, but they're coming soon, really soon to you. At this time of recording, I haven't updated the Patreon, but the best place to support the show as of right now would be patreon.com slash marvelmaniac. Email us at marvelmaniacpod at gmail.com with your thoughts. This has been Marvel Maniac, and MCU after show. I am Mr. Honest, a.k.a. Eric Cicada, your host, and he is Groot. And we will see you next time. Until then, Avengers disassemble.